This is your go-to podcast for the breaking news across the NFL. While breaking down how this might affect your fantasy team's success. Are you ready to be a champ? Then welcome to Fields of Fantasy. Right, in the world's biggest example of unprofessionalism, I'm prefacing this episode with a correction. I'm going to talk a lot in this episode about Josh Dobbs. I have just realised... <laughs> silly me. I've just got on, on Twitter and looked through a few uh, journalistic notes uh, and realised that he's not even playing, so all that stuff I say about Josh Dobbs, just like ignore it or keep it in the back of your mind. And week 10... <laughs> Apply it there, <laughs> assuming that have they even got, I don't even know if they're in the DFS slate next week. You know what I mean. Instead of Josh Dobbs. When I say Josh Dobbs, think that I'm actually saying Derek Carr. And when I'm saying Jordan Addison, think I'm actually saying Chris Olave. And then everything will be fine. Um, Yeah, can't have Josh Dobbs, go with Derek Carr. And there is a chance that they are luring... Um, them into a false sense of security by saying, oh, we're not going to start Josh Dobbs. And then they do. But I think, yeah, chances are perhaps he's not going to show up. Uh, maybe late in the fourth quarter. But yeah, maybe not after all. Derek Carr, however, Chris Olave is getting target after target after target. At some point, he's going to catch these targets. He like I saw a stat. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, but something like 500 yards he could have had if he'd have just bought these targets in. Um, he is performing fancy-wise, well below his ability. It's something like, and someone will correct me if I'm wrong, which I, I probably am, I am quite often, it's something like he'd be the wide receiver three, I think, if he'd have caught these targets, which is like saying, if Manana will, she'd be a bicycle, but you know what I mean. Um, Derek Carr might be a bit of a cheeky sleeper. Uh, they're playing the Chicago Bears, who are all over the place at the moment. They have strengthened recently with the trades, but they are a bit all over the place. Um, I assume Fields is coming back. I actually don't know if that's true. It could be Bajans again. Either way, they're going to be throwing it. They're going to be throwing it to, to Moore. Um, other than passing it off to Kamara, I dare say Derek Carr is going to have to be throwing it around to try and keep up, keep up as well. I say Derek Carr could be Taysom Hill as well. Who knows these days? The NFL is a whirlwind. Um, but yeah, Here's the episode, but every time I say Josh Dobbs, just like cover your ears, send it never happened. Cheers. Hello people out there and welcome to Watson Saturday Sleepers. I'm here to give you your low cost, high value players of the week. On Sunday we play ball, but Saturdays, well, Saturdays are for sleeping. So let's kick off. I've got four players for you this week. Starting off in the quarterback position, let me throw a name at you. He's just transferred over to Minnesota, he's packed his bags, he's headed it up north, his name is Joshua Dobbs, and you can pick him up this week in your DFS team for just 5,300, which, in my opinion, is a bargain. He's still listed on the site as playing for the Cardinals, so expect his, his cost to go up next week. Um, is he as good as Kirk? I don't know. Potentially, he's got the same weapons out there. Granted, he hasn't got Jefferson. He has got Addison to throw to. He's got Osborne to throw to. TJ Hawkinson, assuming he's fit, is still there to throw to. They're away at the Atlanta Falcons. He's got that new team buzz. And yes, you are asking the guy to go in and learn all the plays and, and form these relationships with the players. But has anything phased him whilst in Arizona? I don't think so. Um, he's been up against it the entire season like the Cardinals have been written off since day one um 
they're sitting at the bottom of the whole NFL, granted, but they have put up somewhat of a fight every single week, and they they took the Giants to the limit. Um, This week, they've got the Falcons away. Um, They have been decent defensively. They are going to look to rush against Dobbs in the hopes of unsettling him, but I think he's called as a cucumber. The man's a rocket scientist. (laughs) He's calm under pressure, do you know what I mean? Um, Many teams have expected... Arizona to just roll over and let them tickle their tummies. But as I say, Joshua Dobbs and, and that offensive line have put up somewhat of a fight. He's got three 20 plus fantasy point games this season and he loves a cheeky rush. He's got three rushing touchdowns so far. He's now joined a team that couldn't run the ball if they had rockets strapped to their ass. He's likely to take the goal work. I think he, he's, a, he's a sneaky sleeper and I would look for his, his cost to go up next week. Next move on to the running back position now i'm not one to pray for injuries <laughs> that's not what we do here that's not what we want we don't want players to go down injured we don't want season enders none of that stuff but <laughs> kenneth walker is struggling with a mild calf injury um i mean i'm not saying let's hope that gets worse but if we can just hope for a stub toe if we can all collectively get together and just pray for a kenneth walker stub toe that potentially keeps him out of the game and then we all just throw our weight behind zach charbonnet 4300 away at the baltimore ravens he's in a lot of teams he's probably the rb1 but obviously you're going up against kenneth walker for that spot in in the seattle seahawks um he actually outsnapped and ran more routes than Walker last week against the Browns and he had 10 yards per carry as well the, the guy is not a mug he's, he's not really an RB2 he's just the the position he's in um last week the Ravens had the Cardinals and gave up 78 yards to Amari Di Mercado um Charbonnet is banged up water Walker dependent um but he's given if he's given that opportunity he can be very efficient and he can be very productive Obviously, you're fishing around in this this sort of lower price range. You are hoping for the tides of fate to go in your favour. Um, but who knows? If you've got a bit of money left and you're struggling for that position, pick him up, see what happens. Next, we move on to wide receiver. I've gone this week for Brandon Cooks. 4,400. As I say, when you're fishing around this price range... It is always a bit hit and miss, but you've just got to waggle your worm and pray for a marlin. You've got to hope that those that they basically the Eagles just cover the living hell out of CD Lamb, leaving Brandon Cooks wide open. For four thousand four hundred, one touchdown, that's your fifteen points there in the bag, really. They're away against the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a banker for four targets per game and probably a rush or two. Um the Cowboys are probably going to be throwing it, let's be honest. Uh, it could be the sleeper shootout of the week, or it could just be a complete whitewash and, yeah, the Eagles will run over them like like they have tended to do and the Cowboys do sometimes retreat back into their shell. Um, but I think this could be throw it and hope from both sides. Um, Brandon Cooks is actually cheaper than KJ Osborne by 100. He's cheaper than Tank Dell by 900. He's cheaper than Drake London by 1,000. Yes, on paper... Players like Drake London should be getting those targets, and they will get those targets more than likely now that um, Taylor Heineke is coming instead of Desmond Ritter. Um, but that thousand pound could be sent, spent somewhere else, couldn't it? It could be boosting your, I don't know, your pick, pick a wide receiver, Mark. Your it could be boosting your Mike Evans to a AJ Brown. 
it's probably more than a thousand different but you get the points you get the points i'm saying that thousand pound could be spent in other areas should say dollars really shouldn't i pounds dollars i don't know we need a dfs conversion over here i think um next next this is uh the contentious one <laughs> this one will either win you the league or it'll give you a big fat donut for the league tight end position stick with me i'm going mike gasicki three thousand six hundred dollars which admittedly is a little bit pricey for a tight end perhaps i mean he's, we're talking miles away from the travis kelsey's of the world um he's kind of probably mid to low range tight end prices they're at home against the washington commanders he's got one touchdown for the season he's yet to have an impact game but he's one of those spike players that will randomly, for no reason whatsoever, just go off one week. And that'll be the week you don't pick him. So make sure this is the week you do pick him. He's overdue one. Um, he'll randomly go for 50 plus yards and a touchdown. And then you'll, you'll never hear from him the rest of the season. Like, But he has one game a season where he goes for it. The commanders are ranked 27 in points given, 27th sorry, in points given up to the position. And that was be before the trades. Before they traded away Chase Young to the 49ers and Montez Sweat. To the Bears. Sam Howell's going to have more time than he's used to um, to find a big bloke in the slot. And I don't know why I'm talking about Sam Howell because Sam Howell plays the Commanders. What am I talking about? I'm on about Mac Jones. <laughs> Mac Jones is going to have more time than he's used to playing in the slot. That's my fault for writing crap notes. Um, that bloke is normally Hunter Henry, but week nine could well be Mike Gasicki. The, I wouldn't suggest putting all four of these players in. Josh Dobbs, Charbonnet, uh, Brandon Cooks and Mike Gesicki. I, I wouldn't put them all in your DFS lineup, like, but one of them. If I had to pick one, my my top sleeper of the week has got to be Joshua Dobbs. So much so that he's probably not much of a sleeper as it goes. I dare say other people have said it. He's not quite the hot take that Mark thinks it is, but hey ho. Shouldn't talk about myself in the third person. Comes across arrogance. Bad Mark. Um, Zach Charbonnet. Uh, injury dependent. Brandon Cooks is probably I put him second in in the in the in the lineup of four. Um, Brandon Cooks he he gets the targets. He, and he may only be four, but they, they they tend to be long targets as well. They they tend to be be uh, long hauls, and, and when Dak gets in a bit of trouble, he, he does launch it off. And the the Cowboys aren't firing on all cylinders offensively. Yes, they are putting up big points, but a lot of that is down to CD Lamb, like. Tony Pollard is not quite the Tony Pollard of last season. Um, I don't know. Give it a go. Cheeky sleeper. There's your cheeky sleepers. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, it's a short thing. It's only 10 minutes. 10 minutes of your time. Spend it with me. Why not? Lovely thing to do on a Saturday. Uh, I'll see you next week, more than likely. Ta-ra. <laughs>